Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. What's up? We're back. How's it hanging, people? It's your favorite gals of the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. I'm Kylie. And I'm Anya. And we're the Portugals. Please. I'm saving that for an Instagram <laughs> caption. <laughs> the way that Anya just like eyed me, like I could tell that she's been thinking of that for weeks. Yeah. Portugals. I think that's Portugals. so funny. That is funny. So we just got back a couple days ago. Yeah. Three days ago. But there's been no break for you guys. True. Because so, we work hard for you guys. Yeah. Okay. But we haven't been in front of a mic in like over week two weeks. Half. Yeah. Over two weeks, really? Yeah. Because we recorded Monday before we left. So. Wow. I'm like, no wonder I feel a little rusty. Yeah. But today we are just going to talk a little bit about travel in general. Yep. Um, we are going to kind of give a little like, uh, I guess we're going to give some travel tips first off. Some packing tips, some best things we packed, some must-haves. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about like story times from our trip. And then we're going to talk about how we're trying to get back into a routine post-travel. So you got the the pre, the during, the post. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to hit it all today. Truly. Can't wait. But before we do that, we should mention um, we actually are running a workshop the day that this comes out. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out. Yeah. Before 6 p.m. So true. It's like <laughs> five people. They're like awesome. Yeah. They're like, thanks so much. <laughs> we give no notice. Um, yeah. We just, we've been, we've known about this for a while, but we just like recorded so far in advance that we didn't like time it right to announce yeah. it. Um, but we are doing a workshop for the wildflower company. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go on to, I assume our Instagram, will have a post their Instagram. Um, you'll be able to get the link. We're talking about goals and how to use journaling to like track and achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. So if that sounds interesting and you're free at 6 PM Eastern time, come through. Yep. And then another thing, I feel like everyone knows this, but I feel like we wouldn't be a, a, the post-grad podcast that we are if we didn't mention student loan forgiveness. Yes. So, so important. It literally takes five seconds to fill out the form. Uh, all you need to know off the top of your little noggin is your contact information and your social security. So definitely fill it out up to $10,000 for non-Pell grants, up to $20,000 for Pell grants. And I actually looked this up because I was like, oh, is there like a like, what do they mean by up to? And it literally is just like, if you have more than. Yeah. 10,000 or 20,000 yeah left like they wouldn't make they wouldn't allow you to profit but they'll yeah cover they'll yeah, yeah. cover up to 10 they won't allow you to profit and there isn't like a chance that you'll get shortchanged mm-hmm. based on various circumstances um so yeah take the time apply and good luck out there yes and love love student debt forgiveness honestly finally we did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Thank you, Joe. So we'll have that linked in the description if you haven't seen it yet. But I feel like that's been like all over Instagram and stuff. So hopefully you guys yeah. have seen it already. And um, you can do it until December 31st, I believe, until the end of yeah. the year. But the sooner you do it, and I believe before November 15th, mm-hmm. then you're like guaranteed to have it uh, kick in before January. The, yeah, before payments resume. Um, yeah. Because it's going to take about four to six weeks. They estimate for them to process 
your application. So you definitely, I mean, it won't eventually the 10,000 will come off, but it definitely will help with interest um, if you have a lower amount going into when payments and interest accrual resumes. So I would not want to be whatever agency they've staffed up to deal with this. Sounds awful. But you know what? It's not our problem. (laughs) They're just giving, they're just taking some money off of my account. And I will say, thank you very much, Joe. And let's keep it moving. So can't wait. Speaking of keeping it moving, let's get into our week in review. I feel like obviously this episode is kind of like a, a big week, week in review. review. Yeah. But I was trying to think of like things other than the travel that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and I think for me, this is like, and I'll get into this more later in the episode too, but it's been a very like busy few days back so yeah. far. There's a bug on my screen. <gasps> Bye. Um, but yeah, it's been a pretty busy few days so far yeah. and it's going to continue to be like a busy next like week and a half at least. Yeah, same. And I'm trying to like, like I feel like in my head a lot of the times like busy equals bad and like yeah. busy equals anxious. But like I need to remind myself that like busy doesn't have to be bad. Like yeah. you can be positively busy. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's how I used to be like in college. Like I think back of like all the things I would do in a day and like not necessarily be like dreading doing them. Like I was like, you know, I would go to class and to chapter and to dance and like all these things. And it was like, it was just what I did. And it was like, po- like positive busyness. Yeah. So I'm trying to embrace positive busyness as opposed to just always correlating like a packed schedule with like negativity, you know? Yeah. Like I'm lucky to be able to do all the things that I have on my plate, like they're all fun things. Yeah. There's, you know, other than like work, I guess, but um, yeah. So that's it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also am, this wasn't part of my weekend review, but to reflect, I am also in a very busy season right now. Um, so this was, this was a good tip for me too. Mm-hmm. Busy isn't bad. In fact, busy can be good a yeah. lot of the time. Sometimes things are worse when you're not busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. you know, so that when you said season, so I like to say the word season too, mm-hmm. but have you seen that? It's like a meme, like oh, on like no. youth group, like TikTok, like, no. cause it's like a youth group thing to be like in this season of whatever. No. Like it's a very like Christian thing to say. Apparently. Oh my God. Christian girl auto. Yeah. So Love that. we're I'm embracing like, it. We're not affiliated with the Christian church. The Catholic church. Yeah. We actually, when we were in Portugal, we like really picked and choose what chose, picked and chose. We were very selective. Yeah. um, What like cathedrals and stuff we wanted to go into because we were like, we are minimizing our money to organize religion. Yeah. But anyways, um, but for my main week in review, I want to talk about getting back into my workout routine post-travel and post-COVID. So if you guys have been listening, following along, a couple weeks before we left for Portugal, I got COVID. Uh, obviously, was feeling a lot better and was not contagious by the time we actually traveled. But I basically like had the week that I had COVID and obviously was not feeling up to working out. And even when I started to feel better, didn't want to you know push myself too much. I was going on walks mainly to help my sanity, uh, but I wasn't doing any sort of rigorous working out. And then 
by the time I had recovered, we had about a week before we left for Portugal. So it was just like a busy week and I didn't prioritize working out because I wasn't in the routine of working out at that point. And then we were in Portugal and now we are finally back. I'm feeling a lot better and feeling like I can um, push myself a little bit more when it comes to working out and do more like I don't want to say traditional working out because walking is like just as valid of a workout as. No, I think I think like do you traditional know I mean? is a good. Just bit a bit more rigorous. Yeah. A bit more high impact, I think is what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm starting, I'm trying to, I'm the type that like can really bite off more than I can chew and be like, I'm going to work out every single day for the rest of my life. And then like that'll happen for three weeks. And then I'm like, all right. And now I we are out. off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to like tell myself like if you can, you know, Peloton for 30 minutes, three to four days a week, like that'll be great. Let's just focus on that because I find that when I do that, nine out of 10 times I actually end up doing it more. Like I end up working mm-hmm. out more, but because I'm not putting this pressure of like I have to do it five, six days a week. Like today, for example, I didn't ride the Peloton. I just didn't have time. And I'm not like beating myself up for it. And I don't feel discouraged. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll have plenty of time to do it tomorrow. And maybe, Mm -hmm. who knows, maybe instead of doing 30, I'll do like an hour ride or like tack on like a yoga or something. Like, so just trying to like reestablish the habit. Yeah. Is my hardest part. Yeah. Instead of focusing on how many times I do it a week or even like how rigorous, like, because I also don't want to overdo it. Like, I haven't worked out in a while. And I'm coming off of having COVID. I don't necessarily know how I'll be impacted long term yet. So I don't I don't want to screw myself in that regard. So that's kind of that's what I've been doing, trying to strike that balance um, and get back into the habit. I will say Portugal itself was a little bit of a consistent yeah. workout. <laughs> well, that's honestly why I felt comfortable getting back into it. Cause I was like, okay, I got through Portugal and like that was pretty like, there were, like, rigorous, some rigorous at times. moments, yeah. Um, and I felt pretty okay. So that's how I, I used that as sort of a benchmark of like, okay, I think you can start to dip your toe in. And obviously I'm listening to my body, seeing how I feel. Um, excuse me, not not pushing myself too much in each class. Like if I need to scale back on resistance or cadence, I let that happen. But yeah, just forming the habit. That that's the buzzword for this next month is just mm-hmm. habit, habit, habit. Keep it, keep it going, do it as much as possible and go from there. Love it. But yeah, we mean like there were stairs, extreme stairs. hundreds of stairs. Everywhere, (laughs) everywhere there were stairs. Yeah, it was a lot. And like never ending stairs. Yeah. So who needs the Stairmaster? I was joking. I was like, this is why no one in Europe like has a gym. Like there are, like there's no gyms. Yeah. Because they just have stairs everywhere. They have to climb 500 steps to get to their apartment. So. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into our favorites. So I have two favorites for this week. The first one is our King Noah Kahan's new album. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, We're seeing him the week that like, well, before this comes out, we're seeing him in like three days actually yeah um at the new venue in Fenway so exciting um and we already know all the words and the album came out last week yeah so I was listening to it I had a dentist appointment today and I listened to it um on my drive and I was like literally singing along and I had like a moment halfway there where I was like wait a minute I learn words really fast (laughs) I do too yeah it's kind of crazy um 
I don't even want to caution to say like what my favorite songs are because I think this album is so well done front to back. Like I think yeah. it's one of the more like immaculately put together albums that I yes. can think of like ever. Like just everything goes together so well and like I don't know, it's just so good. Um I guess me personally, I prefer the first half of the album in general, but then it's like they throw in homesick towards the end and I'm like, well, I don't know anymore. So it's just chef's kiss, especially for our New England girlies. Yeah. You got to listen. It encapsulates so <laughs> the New Hampshire, Vermont experience. Yeah. I know that like New England also includes Massachusetts and Connecticut and Maine, obviously, but I feel like this album is like for New Hampshire and Vermont. Like I'm like, yeah. thank you so much. We get no recognition. Ever. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. So exciting stuff. But yeah. That's one thing. And then the other thing, I actually mentioned this, I think in our last episode that I like ordered it kind of like on a whim, Mm -hmm. the Octo Curl, but I'm here to say I do like it. So if you didn't hear me talk about it then, it's like this heatless curls method. And I did a lot of research about heatless curls because I feel like I wouldn't be comfortable in the one that most people do. Yeah. That's like just the one tube and then like the clip on the top of your head. Like I was like, I just can't really see myself actually sleeping through the night with that because I'm already like a light sleeper. Um, but this one is like, okay, how do we describe? It's like an elastic with a button. So yeah, picture like a little belt looking thing. Right. And then it's all of these smaller squishy tubes. Mm -hmm. I think maybe like, I haven't counted, but probably like 12 at least, Mm -hmm. maybe more, um, of these tubes coming off of it. And then they have elastics at the end. So I'll link it on Amazon below. That's where I got it. Um, but it also comes in multiple material options. And I went back and forth a lot. So it comes in a microfiber, which is best if you are planning on using it with wet hair because it'll like dry your hair. Mm. A cotton one, which is what I got. And then a silk one, which I was leaning towards doing. But I do some most of the time go to bed with wet hair, like when I would be using it. Yeah. So the cotton was like a good middle ground of like it has the smoothing properties, but it's also more absorbent. Whereas mm-hmm. the silk wouldn't be absorbent like at all. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, you look ridiculous when you have it on because you just like strap it around your head and like wrap your hair around it. So I do, I do kind of like four quadrants um, mm-hmm. of wrap and it is actually like very doable to sleep in. Like take it from me. I, I like any minor inconvenience when I'm trying to sleep, I can't sleep and I have made it through the night like four or five times already with it. Uh, it's like very, very squishy little tube things. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty comfortable. and. How would you say I had it yesterday? How would you rank my curls? Honestly, like they're a solid nine out of ten. Thank you. They are. It looks I, like it, heat, right? Yeah, it was, that's what I was just gonna say. If you if I came over and you were like, oh yeah, I like curled my hair yesterday with my curling wand, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like you can't tell that they're mm-hmm. heatless, and it doesn't look it doesn't do like the weird thing in the back that heatless stylers will do. You know how sometimes you can like see the divide oh, inside. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I can't. I don't see that with yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's like less damaging because you can look up, like it comes with a bunch of, um, guides and stuff. So you'll know if you order it, but it's like, you don't actually put the elastic around your hair. You put the elastic around the tubes. So like you don't get kinks. It's hard to explain, but, um, yeah, it's really good. It's also like a, I believe a female and a minority owned business. Mm. So definitely check it out. Well, that's how you know. It's like when the women do it. Yeah. That's so true. Do it right. That's so. so true. So for my favorite, these are actually all travel related. And so I figured it was great to talk about this in this episode. But I call this my travel trifecta because 
these three items like truly made traveling so convenient for me. Like they they were the MVPs of this trip for me. The first is the Bagu medium crescent bag. Anya has made this a favorite in the past, so it is officially stamped of approval. It's TDH approved, baby. Uh, but it really is like the perfect size of it's not too big and bulky, but you can fit actually so much. Like at one point yeah. I had a whole blazer. Along with like everything else. Along with everything else. I could carry around a water bottle comfor- comfortably. The strap adjusts so you can have it as like a shoulder bag or as a crossbody, which obviously traveling in Europe, crossbodies are like very nice to have. Um and we got compliments. I love it. We got compliments. People noticed because I had the black one and uh, you have I the khaki. khaki one. So like it wasn't I maybe obvious at like first glance that we had the same bag, but then we got comments on it like yeah. a couple times. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, so yeah. good. Such a huge fan. The second prong of this tri- trifecta is I have a portable charger. I'll link it below. I got it on Amazon. I believe it's called iWalk. Yeah, it's kind of a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> and so it essentially, you know how most portable chargers, it's like, normally like a little rectangle and then a cord comes out of it and you plug that corn and corn cord into your phone. So there's so like essentially like there's a cord separating your phone and the charger. This one actually just plugs directly into your phone. So it sits at the bottom of your phone. And I really liked it because I just found it easy to still like hold my phone in my hand and like use it normally instead of holding like two things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I personally found that it, I got like a charge and a half at least out of one charge of the portable charger. Mm -hmm. Like I basically would charge it every night while we were sleeping and then I would use it once or twice throughout the day to like get a significant charge on my phone and I still had like plenty of battery life left on the portable charger like I was never like oh shit my charger died like I'm yeah. to charge my phone and it was like it was a pretty decently priced I want to say it was like 20 or 30 bucks mm-hmm. it wasn't an expensive charger at all so highly recommend that and then the dark horse arguably of the mix so I have a bad habit when I'm shopping. I like to buy like accent pieces a lot of the time. I think I've talked about this before. Like I've I've gotten a lot better at buying like very basic stuff. But like if I have the option between a plain white sneaker or an almost plain white sneaker, except it has like a fun pink design like Mm -hmm. on it, I go for the fun option. But then I find myself being like, I don't have just a standard shoe Mm -hmm. that I can wear with everything. So I panicked and I ran to Target, Target Online. I didn't run to the actual store. And I ordered a pair of um, just plain white, like standard sneakers. Like there wasn't anything special about them. They're not ugly by any means, but they're not like, oh my God, these are the cutest shoes I've ever gotten in my whole life. But they go with everything. And they actually arrived to my apartment the day before we left. And I think you even made a comment. You were like, that's risky to like bring a brand new pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's just because you don't know if you're going to get like blisters. Or yeah, whatever. no, it's very reasonable. Um, and I am happy to report that not only did I not get any blisters, but like my feet didn't bother me at all. Yeah. On this trip. Like and I it's was like cobblestone really too. So. Yeah. I was really, really comfortable. And they were like 30 something dollars, like really, really cheap. So I will link those down below too, because I think they're just, if you're kind of like me and you like fun shoes, but you know you should have sort of like a basic pair of sneakers. I think this is a great way to like add those to your 
wardrobe without like breaking the bank, you know? Um, And like I said, they're really, really comfortable. So those three things made my travel experience um, and kept me happy and sane throughout the week. What um brand are the shoes, you know? I can look. Yeah, it's okay. We'll have them linked. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't bother. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to roll into an ad break, and then we will be back to talk about our packing tips, first of all. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diosti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. So... One thing I want to mention too is I did take a bunch of clips, so I will put together like a, I don't know if I'll call it a vlog because we didn't really like talk much, but like a montage situation. I haven't had time yet. I probably won't have time for like the next week, honestly, but I will do that. So subscribe if you're not already to my YouTube (laughs) and it'll be up. Um, It's just my name, Anya Losik. Thank you so much. Anyway, um, first of all, when it comes to packing, PSA, watch out for the weight limits because I was so positive because so we we just brought carry-ons each first of yeah. all I think that's good to say we just brought yeah. carry-ons and like a personal item and I mean I think airlines always technically have weight limits for carry-ons and like the fine print but I did notice that this one was like especially light um I don't know what it was in kilos but it was 18 pounds right? 18 yeah about so I 18 think like pounds. 18 kilos or sorry no. eight kilos <laughs> yeah, I was like mm, I don't know about that You're conversion like, that's not how it works um <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So it was like quite light considering most people like a good suitcase is like six pounds, like a light suitcase is already like six pounds. So it really doesn't give you much to take. And so I was kind of like, I was trying to stay within the envelope, but I was like, we can push it a little bit. It's like no one's actually when does that like at what point in the process are they going to weigh my carry on? Like never. And we both had mobile boarding passes. So I was like foolproof, like no one's going to weigh our stuff. Yeah. Lo and behold, because this flight 
flew out of a domestic terminal, but it was an international flight. Cause you know, sometimes they do that. Uh, we had to go to like the desk and that's when she caught me. I should have left my bag somewhere else. Yeah. Like in retrospect, I don't know how I would have done that. Cause you were also with me. Like, they yeah. Would, well, yeah. we should have like taken turns yeah. to the desk one at a time. Yeah. We, so we learned, but basically they ended up weighing our stuff and they decided my bag was too heavy and they checked her and it was fine but it did come back extremely rough looking yeah it did <laughs> it really did and I have the like really cute light pink away suitcase so, yeah. so when I picked it up I was like eh, she's ruined <laughs> literally it's all come off though like yeah. all the scuffs and stuff but it was alarming initially yeah um so yeah watch for the weight limits like I don't I think 90% of the time you're probably fine but just like be within a few pounds because yeah. they might let you slide but they did not let me yeah. slide so mine was definitely a little over and they let mine yeah slide um I think I just had a mean lady too we went to different ladies yeah that is true so my lady <laughs> my lady Amy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was her name but she was fine yeah um but for my first actual tip I didn't always travel this way, but these days I'm a big pick out specific outfits beforehand for each mm-hmm. day person. Mm-hmm. I used to just be like, I vaguely like this top. I vaguely yep. like these bottoms. When I get there, I'll be able to pair these things, these random items that I've picked together in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it never works out. Yeah. And it makes the trip stressful because yeah. then it's like, you're waking up and you're trying to get out the door to do whatever you're supposed to do. And you're like, I don't like this. And it's just like a lot. So it's definitely a lot more work before the trip. Like this honestly takes me like hours, like yeah, a few hours before I'm like, while I'm packing to figure it out. But I basically like, we were there for eight full days. So I like, I selected eight outfits and like distributed them among the days based on like what we were doing, what the weather was like predicted to be. And it just really helps with number one, not overpacking. Cause like, yeah. you know, you have something for every day and you're not just like, I'll throw in these bottoms too. Cause it's like, you, why? Like you have something for every day. Yeah. And then also um, with like just logistics, like you wake up and it's like, you already know what you have to put on. Like it's yeah. just nice streamlined. So I know not everyone travels that way, but it is, it's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then this is actually the first trip that I've done this with. Um, packing cubes are huge. Mm-hmm. They're so nice. They make packing so much easier for me. So we, when we were in Portugal, we're in Lisbon and in Porto. So when I packed, I put all my Lisbon outfits in one packing cube and all my Porto ones in another one. And it just made life so easy. And pro tip on the way back, I got flagged. Oh, yeah. We should tell this story. Yeah. The the quadruple S. Yeah. The dreaded SSSS tag. The secondary security screening. screening selection. Selection. Sele- like selected for secondary security screening, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but where basically when we got to our gate, I had to go in a separate line and like three – are they called TSA agents in Just Portugal? like security Yeah. Agents. Security agents went through – all of my stuff they use the bomb tags on my hands and all throughout my stuff they made me drink my water in front of them and like as far as we know this is random yeah I swear I don't do like suspicious stuff on the internet (laughs) but uh this is the most suspicious thing that I do on the internet actually and I don't (laughs) think that I've given them any reason (laughs) to think that I am a threat in any way uh and the people were very very nice but afterwards you know we realized oh you got, you know, tagged with a specific thing. And I was looking it up because I had never heard of it. And one of the pro tips for like getting through it as fast as possible is to have packing cubes Mm because it makes it so much easier. Like they basically just opened one packing cube, sifted through all the stuff, 
zipped it, closed it. And like it made the process very fast. So definitely recommend packing cubes helps a lot. Um, yeah. And you can get them for pretty cheap. Like I ordered yeah. mine on Amazon like the week before we left for like 20 bucks and I'm glad I did. And now I have them. Yeah. It's nice for like even just other like small weekend trips and stuff mm-hmm. too, to be able to like put your like socks and underwear in a thing. So you're not like digging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like to pack an empty one too, like pack an oh, empty one flat and then use it as like your little laundry bag. See the set that I came with actually came with a laundry mm-hmm. bag specifically, but that is a good idea. The away suitcases also have one in it, which this took me like mm-hmm. a couple years to realize it's like a little zipper on the side. It's like very subtle, but that's something to know too. Um, yes. And they make, I don't have ones like this. I just have like simple ones, but they make packing cubes that are like, compressive yes so if you are an overpacker it might be something to explore yeah but look out for the weight the weight's gonna get you someday it's true this it got me yeah it's so true. it's true um our next tip this might be you might have seen this coming it's newly yeah we wore so much newly i like literally eight sp- out of ten sponsored by newly yeah <laughs> eight out of ten things i wore were newly i think mm-hmm. so um, and I just love using, I love newly in general, but I especially love it when I have like a very specific use case because sometimes yeah. like I've done it on a month where like, I didn't really have anything going on and I still wore the stuff, but it wasn't like as worth it. Mm-hmm. But when you're going on a trip, I think it's so worth it because then you have like the cutest stuff for your, like all the photos and whatever, but you don't have to spend the money on it. And also like a lot of the things that we bought, like there was maybe one dress that I would have kept, but mm-hmm. the other ones I was like, these are just so specific to like this vibe yeah. that I'm like, I wouldn't even get much wear out of them. So we love, we love Newly. Yeah, we love Newly. Um, I almost put this, but then I was like, I bet Anya will mm-hmm. also put this and it will get talked about. Um, I will say, kind of going off of this and even going off of your first point of um, specific outfits, one thing that I would recommend is like really accounting for and being honest with yourself about whether or not you're going to shop at your destination mm-hmm. and want to wear the things that you bought. So, for example, I bought um like a really cute like satin midi dress at Zara in Portugal and ended up wearing it one of the days but that means that something that I packed and accounted for on that day didn't get worn yeah or if that item got worn something else didn't get worn so I think it's tricky because you might go shopping and you don't find anything and then you're shortchanged an outfit but try to like be as honest with yourself as possible especially if you're like really coming up on the wait list limit or something Mm -hmm. um and going off of newly i will say personally the tricky thing about newly is you can go off the reviews try to figure out if something fits you but unfortunately if something doesn't fit you that well there's like like an easy exchange which makes sense i i don't know what they could do about it but it is like definitely the biggest yeah so i packed a dress um that i got through newly for example And I tried it on beforehand and I could tell that like I didn't feel super comfortable in it, but I was kind of like, oh, well, when I get to Portugal, like it'll be fine. Like I'll find a way to wear it. And so I brought the dress with me and put it on and like ended up actually changing out of it like 15 minutes after I put it on because I was like, I'm just not comfortable. Like I'm going to go the rest of this day, like worried about for this dress. It was a little see-through and the slip underneath was really, really short So I was like, I'm just going to go the rest of the day thinking that like my butt's out. Like I'm not going to be comfortable. I'm not going to have fun. So being honest with yourself, if you're going to use like a service like Newly, or even if you bought new clothes, Mm -hmm. if you don't think you're going to be comfortable in the moment, don't pack it. Like save yourself. Save the room. Yeah. I had one dress that I got from Newly that I was really excited for, but it just ended up being like a completely different material than I expected. Like 
it was so thick and it would have taken up like literally half my suitcase. And I was like, I just can't. So I left it. And it's like annoying because it's like, all right, that was one of my like six items. But at least it didn't take up so much space. Yeah. Um, But also going back to what you said before, like being honest with yourself about shopping, even just like leaving extra room in your suitcase, like on the way there, Mm -hmm. like even if you feel like you have a lot of space left, like good, like leave it because you're going to buy stuff, whether it's clothes or like souvenirs or whatever. Um, My next tip, at least specifically for Portugal, but honestly for most travel I've done, don't bother with peels. Don't bother with packing nice wedges or like whatever. Like the only time that I can think of that I actually like wear my nicer shoes is when I'm at like a resort. Like, yeah you know, like an all-inclusive and you go to like a nice dinner or something like that, like on the property. But otherwise, like if you're actually going to be walking anywhere, especially in Europe where it's like more cobblestone and like uneven, like I just never, I wore my wedges once and I rolled my ankle. So true. like not worth it. Not, and they take up a lot of space too. So just kind of a lesson. Yeah, for sure. And then as far as some of my favorite things that I packed go, Obviously, the favorites that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode are like the top tier things, but some additional things that you might not think of are number one, an, uh, like sleeping eye mask for the plane. They do, especially if you're taking a red eye, like shut all the lights off. It gets pretty dark on the plane, but like if the person in front of you is watching a movie on their screen and it's like really bright, then it might, it's already hard to fall asleep on a plane. So you yeah. want to make sure you have everything have an eye mask, have earplugs. Love my earplugs. Um, and yeah, and so make sure to pack that. Also, snacks. Specifically for if the plain food sucks, and this is more so for international travel where they're going to like serve you a meal. Uh, Anya and I did have an experience, our flight back. It was so bad. Was so bad. It's because like, so when I booked the tickets, it asked for like dietary restrictions and I put vegetarian But for whatever reason, they interpreted that as vegan both ways. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying because the vegetarian option actually looked pretty good. Like it was like a pasta. But we just got like the saddest mix of like steamed veggies. It was so bad. I literally didn't eat any of it. (laughs) Yeah. And I I did eat like some of it and I was starving, like literally ravenous. And then they give you like another little snack and it was actually a raw vegetable sandwich. (laughs) Like it was not good. So make sure you have snacks for the plane and also just to have to like throw in your Bagu medium crescent bag um, while you're running around Um, because there's nothing worse than being hangry on your vacation. No one wants that. And then the last thing that I would say to pack is a compact umbrella that will fit into whatever bag you're using. I remembered my umbrella this time. I'm actually like notorious for never remembering to bring an umbrella when I need it. Um, but we tried walking around our Airbnb, our first Airbnb had umbrellas, but they were like like golf golf, umbrellas. So walking around with it was like, not, it was like ridiculous. Yeah. I knew that I didn't pack one because I don't have a compact one. I only have a pretty big one and I was like, I'm not bringing this. Um, and it only rained one of the days, but yeah, I was walking around with that big, big golf umbrella, but I'm glad they had it because I would have had to buy one if not. Yeah. So definitely try to pack one of those because hopefully it's not raining on your vacation, but just in case it does, makes it a little easier. One thing that we've talked about before too is the um, idea of like a personal travel kit. So if you know, you know. Um, But basically what that means is like we both just have little 
cosmetic bags that um, stay full of like travel size things. And just like mine lives in like my closet. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to go on a trip, whether it's like something like this or just like going away for the weekend to like the lake or something like that, I just have all the minis to grab and it's like so nice. Just don't have to think about it. Um, but one thing that I added to my travel kit for this time that I actually used a lot is a shower cap mm. because you want to body rinse a lot on vacation. And um, it wasn't the case this time, but I have stayed some places where it's like a rain shower, like a water, yeah. whatever those are called, waterfall shower, rain yeah, shower. Rain, rainfall. Rainfall. You know the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Comes from the ceiling. Yeah. And then it's like hard to keep your hair out and you're like, yeah. eh. So like a nice little shower cap. Yeah. Was a nice addition. Yeah. And I will say pro tip ladies, if you don't live with your significant other, mine lives in the bag that I always take to my boyfriend's yeah. because then you have literally anything you can need just right there and you don't have to worry about packing it every individual time. So Facts. super handy all around. And then my last thing that I wanted to mention, this isn't packing necessarily, but more just like prep for the travel. I found out that you can download movies on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually have pretty good options. They have the whole Hunger Game series. Mm-hmm. They have – I also downloaded A Rainy Day in New York. I had downloaded House of Gucci. So I think you might be able to do that with like Netflix and other yeah, stuff. But um, I was like impressed with the Prime options. So, yeah. Nice. We watched 500 Days of Summer on the way there. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. It was – It wasn't what I expected. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. It's definitely – I'm not itching to see it again. It wasn't my favorite rom-coms, which I think might be a controversial really? opinion. Like, I think it's a pretty – I fell asleep. Beloved. In the middle of it. Wow. So. On the way back, I watched two Harry Potter movies. I did fall asleep during one of them, but in my defense, I have seen them mm-hmm. too many times. I did absolutely nothing on the way back. I literally – She literally <laughs> dissociated. I literally just dissociated for seven <laughs> and a half hours. I downloaded two books and I didn't read any of them either direction. Not even on the train. I just literally vibed. No, nope. so. yeah. <laughs> all vibes. No, no read, no watch, all vibes. Yeah, I just put on my face mask, my eye mask, and literally just tried to uh, like not perceive the passage of time. So, <laughs> um, so we wanted to give like a couple story times or like highlights. Like sometimes I think hearing about other people's travels, you're kind of like, okay, like whatever. Yeah, but. I feel like we had some funny yeah. stories. And also, if you're ever considering going to Portugal, it's like good stuff. Like, I would have liked to know beforehand. Yeah. So, first off, we did some like organized, we did some days by ourselves. We also did some more like organized tour things, which I think was good. Yeah. A good yeah. balance. I, yeah, I completely agree. And I think the stuff that we chose organized tours for, we both walked away being like, it's a good thing that we yeah. picked. Someone who knows better than we do how to show us, like, everything important. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, specifically, we did a sailboat tour on the river in Lisbon. Um, our tour guide, his name is Rui. R-U-I. We're probably butchering the pronunciation, but we referred to him lovingly as Rui. Uh, great guy. We had a great time. He – what did he say? He was just, like, so – like, he had, like – he would just say something and we'd all be, like, wait a damn minute. What just came out of your mouth? There was, like – he was saying that he liked to cook and one of the girls on oh, the yes. sailboat was Brazilian. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so she was, like, oh, do you cook Brazilian food? And he was, like, she yeah. Gave, like, she gave, like, a specific example. Yeah. Like, do you cook this dish or whatever? Yeah. And he, and goes, he goes, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, why is that – like he really had to like, be there, but just he, like yeah, the vibes. Like he was like, yeah. like he was like 
for instance, like as if he's like a chef that makes like every yeah, literally. Thing. Like but the yeah. next time someone's like, "What type of dance do you do?" Like, do you do ballet? I'm gonna be like, "For instance, yeah." Like <laughs> it was, it was that vibe. Um, and then we also did a guided tour of Sintra, which yeah. if you haven't heard of it, is like 40 minutes away from Lisbon. It's like a medieval, um, kind of like castle, yeah, Pina place, Pina Palace. And there's a couple other things to see in the like um, area, historic yeah. downtown area. Um, and that woman. God bless her. Oh, my God. Root. She was literally our mom. She had, like, the most maternal energy. I felt yeah. so safe. She would she always say, come around me, my children. And I was like, I'm coming. I'm <laughs> it was coming. like a literal field trip vibe. Yeah, she was so sweet. And at the end of the trip, actually, we we asked her um, – because we were looking for a grocery store to they, get okay. some stuff. This, yeah, this was, a, this was a learning for me. Apparently, like, wherever I've been – and I've been, like, you know, a decent amount of places. Mm-hmm. I just look up grocery store when I need groceries, yeah. you know. But for whatever reason – like the, that's like not the keyword to use yeah. there. Like you it's need like to use the word market. Yeah, supermarket. Because if you look up just groceries, it brings you to all of these kind of like bodega, like mini market yeah. type places that don't actually have much. So yeah, they have mini markets, supermarkets, and hypermarkets, which is yeah. like a Walmart. The more yeah. you know. Um, but basically, uh, we hit. We're asking her about that, so we were the last people to leave, like our group at the end of the day. And she said to us, like, oh, I know you guys probably don't know a lot of Portuguese people. So, like, if you need anything, like, message me on Airbnb or through WhatsApp. And I literally was like, thanks, mom. Yeah, she was the best. We were walking away and we were, like, do we message her and ask her if she wants to get drinks with us? Yeah. (laughs) Come out with us. Um, And then the last, like, big highlight as far as, like, guided things was that we did a Douro Valley wine tour. And I think Mm -hmm. this was, like, definitely the most worth it thing that we did. It was literally an entire day, like, 8 to 5, even beyond that, like, 8 to 6, pretty much. Yeah, 8 to 7. 8 to (laughs) 7. And it was, like, this family-run tour. Like, like, just literally, they were like, that's my uncle, that's my cousin, that's my brother. Like, it was, like, everyone was, like, in the family. And maybe they used those terms, like more broadly like you know what I yeah, mean but, but it was still very obvious that everyone was very close yeah to one another and we did like a it was like a boat tour um and you got to see like all the vineyards and then obviously we went to like multiple different wineries mm-hmm. had like a nice portuguese meal mm-hmm. it was great danced um <laughs> we went on my birthday oh wait we can review i turned 25 <laughs> oh true you're like we, we can review nothing to say nothing to say so sorry um yeah i celebrated my 25th birthday i'm officially old uh, but it was on the day of this specific tour and they actually sang me a Portuguese birthday song in front mm-hmm. of everyone. And what's really funny is that <laughs> they like, w- they gathered everyone around and they were like, oh, like we have a birthday. We have a birthday. Yeah. And then right as they're about to say like, oh, it's Kylie's birthday. Someone was like, oh, my birthday's tomorrow. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I really don't consider myself someone who likes to be the center of attention. In fact, I would say that I dislike being the center of attention most of the time, except for my birthday. Mm -hmm. I love being the center of attention on my birthday. It's the one day that I get it all out of my system and I keep rocking and rolling under the radar. So when this guy tried to take my moment, my birthday I don't think it was him. I think it was his dad, which is kind of cute. It was no. Like, no, I think it was his dad. I think he was No, like, I think you're son. right. Oh. It wasn't cute. Because <laughs> it's my moment. But they said it's bad luck, which it's the same in Russian too. You don't want to yeah. celebrate your birthday before your birthday yeah. in Portugal. So, so that shut him down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, listen, you, Bye. If, if you wanted a, a Portuggese birthday song, you should you should have sought one out like I did. Okay. No, I didn't even seek it out. Someone at our table told the guy that I, I was told, I messaged them before the ch- Wait, did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> I messaged him like a week before and I was like, is there anything you can do birthday wise? And they were like, leave it to us. And I was like, word. (laughs) I love it. 
Um, so yeah, but that was funny. They were all very, very nice. Um, check out Gima on Spotify. Oh yeah. He's like a, he's a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Our tour guide was, he was 24. Like he was our age. Really, really cool guy. Um, and yeah, he, he's a rapper. He's on Spotify under Gima. His driving so, did get me car sick, but I think it was more so and he also, the roads. But he got you Yes, medicine. he got me medicine, which was very kind. Very kind. Um, speaking of needing medicine in Portugal, <laughs> another anecdote <laughs> is that I I am one of the most insect-attracted people yeah. potentially in this whole planet. Wow. I think I might be. Wow. Any bug within a square mile of me <laughs> finds me and it bites me. And it's been like this my whole life. And it unfortunately was like this in Portugal as well. And, you know, we were trying to embrace the like Euro indoor, outdoor living, fresca living, you know, balcony, fresh air. Amazing. Uh, And then night two, I got eaten alive by two mosquitoes in my room. Mm -hmm. And turns out when you get bit by mosquitoes from a different country, your body, like at least my body, like reacts really poorly because I guess it's like, I don't know, different species or something, something like that. Um, So they look horrible they honestly still look kind of bad um even like a week and a half later but they were like welts like yeah no they were were bad and there were two on my face i was like very cool awesome um so i made several trips to the portuguese pharmacy (laughs) true um the first time was fine and she gave me like a little cream the second time i came back crying and she was very nice Mm -hmm. um because that's the case with like european pharmacies in general it's almost weird because it's like more strict and less strict like just in different ways like they're very strict with things you can get over the counter like there's almost nothing you can get over the counter. Like if you walk into a pharmacy, it's like there isn't like cold medicine. There's like shampoo, you know, but you can talk to the pharmacist and they can like choose to prescribe you almost anything. Like they have a lot of like autonomy. You don't have to go through like a doctor. So she gave me like an allergy med in the end, which helped, but very annoying. Like not it. Wouldn't recommend. And like, I'm like, what could I have done? I guess I'll bring bug spray next time I go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, or buy it when you get there. Yeah, but um, a little unfortunate. I will say I'm going to expose you because you weren't a girl's girl for a quick second with this. <laughs> and to I was in a vulnerable position. We are going to grant Anya grace because it was a moment <laughs> of weakness. But I had like a really bad big pimple uh, during like the middle part of our trip, I would say. And it did not bother me like a mosquito bite did. Obviously, it wasn't like itchy or anything, but it just wasn't like I didn't love that it was on my face and <laughs> Anya because she has these two bug bites. And to be fair, the bug bites on your face were way less inflamed than yeah. the ones on your arms. Um, and she goes, and I'm not even one of those girls that gets pimples. I was and like, I was, I was like, like, awesome. I pimply and I don't even get pimples. <laughs> and I was like, rat. As I'm like literally putting a pimple patch on this like super inflamed pimple. I'm like, awesome. But awesome. at least to some extent you can be like, okay, this was like natural. Like my face was going to do this. To me, it felt like outside circumstances yeah. came in and really like fucked things up. So that was like, that was really what bothered me about it. Like I had a good cry about it at one point and I was like, cause I was so itchy. Have a good cry. I was so itchy. And I was like, I'm just so frustrated that this is like so out of my control. Yeah. Like that's what I hated. Wasn't even that it like specifically was bug bites or that I didn't like how they looked. I was just like, I hate when random shit like this goes wrong. Yeah. Like it's so random. Like what, yeah. why? Yeah. Um, uh, we're with love and light. With love and light. Her, give her grace. <laughs> but in that moment, I was like, "Listen, <laughs> listen, don't make me call the mosquitoes, okay?" <laughs> yeah, no, they really got me. So something to think about if you yeah. are one of those people that true. I must have the sweetest blood, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We also had an interesting experience in Porto, which we actually liked Porto better than Lisbon. We can explain this to you if you're going to Portugal. Hit us up. We'll give you the background. But um, we were getting drinks at this place in Porto. And in Europe, it's very normal. Like when you ask to sit down to specify if you're getting drinks or dinner, they'll give you Mm -hmm. like a different seat. Honestly, like they like reserve some tables just for like people getting food. Yeah. Yeah. and we said we were just getting drinks, and the guy was like, like yeah, like he audibly scoffed. Yeah, he at was us. like not pleased. We were like, all right, like whatever. But we ended up getting a seat. I like had to ask. I was like, that yeah. one's clean, like whatever. Um, and by the end of the night, we were besties. He was, yeah, he was so sweet. His name was Antonio. <laughs> he told us about where he wants to visit in the states. He literally, we got two bottles of wine and two glasses of port wine each. And I think he only charges for like half of that. Yeah. He was um, so nice. He like didn't charge us for dessert. We got dessert. We ended up getting food. Like he was so nice. And then our, I cannot remember our other waiters. No, it wasn't a name, name that I was like familiar with. But he also like, he wasn't mean to us from the get go, but he definitely like warmed up to us. And I'm like, are we just like that charming? Like <laughs> the, the most charming American yeah. girls. We're just very charming girls. But yeah. we had a great time. They wanted to take me out uh, for champagne because it was the night before my birthday. I was number one, exhausted. And number two, like a little like, eh, am I, is this the start of a crime podcast? I don't know. I was pretty trusting, but I was like, birthday wishes, we'll go home. Yeah. I I think it probably would have been fine in the end, but I was just a little like, eh. It's fair, but like, worst case, we would just leave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was fun. And then another thing to mention is that we got some like professional photos taken And I just wanted to highlight this because I feel like it's something that people maybe wouldn't think to do, but Mm -hmm. um, it was very affordable. I think it was like 30 something dollars a person. And we got like an hour and a half with this photographer and we like get no pictures together because we're always taking them of each other. So now we have like 150 pics. So I'm sure if those haven't been posted yet, they will be soon, but that was also fun. Yep. And then again, we just made a lot of friends. I think they're just friendly people, honestly. I'm like, no, we're really charming. <laughs> I think they're friendly people and Americans are more outgoing than maybe other travelers. Mm, so it, like, it's a good dynamic, you yeah. know? But basically we went to this place. It's called Jam Club in Lisbon. And it was recommended by our Airbnb host. And it's like a dive bar. And it they was had so music. small. It you was fit, so You could fit small. literally like less than 20 people in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, like, it was fun. Like I really yeah. liked the vibes. The musician that they had was really good. Um, and basically we like ordered food, we got drinks and our, uh, bar, the bartender ended up coming up to us with two pastel donata shots, which if you don't know, pastel donata is like a really famous pastry in Portugal. It's like a little custard. It's like a mini custard pie. I think yeah. that's like the best way to describe it. Um, so they had shots that were flavored after that. So he has two of those and a shot for himself. And then he goes, the bartender, like behind the bar, sent these over to you guys. We look over. He ha- he, he has his one. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> so all four of us take a shot together, and We're I was like a great time. Intimidated because I'm not a shot girl. I'm very yeah. I'm very bad with shots if they're like um strong, which we did have happen on the wine tour. True, literal straight moonshine. And, yeah, but um, it was like a it's co- most comparable to like um say Bailey's. Like yeah. it was kind of like yeah. Bailey's, but like with more cinnamon. Yeah. Um. So it was like delicious. Like we took it and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we stay, we get another round of drinks and we're going to close out our tab. We have to walk up to close out our tab. And as we're like leaving, the bartender's was like, like, want another one? Want another shot? <laughs> we were like, yeah, we do. So we took another one and it was great. I mean, we I think they're like, time. I think they're like 
twenty percent. Like it's like a liqueur. Yeah, it's yeah. Not like we were it's like, like <laughs> it's kind of like a green tea shot type of yeah vibe. Where it's like if you took a shot of Bailey's. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So those were some fun anecdotes we wanted to share. But love the Portuguese people. We met really yeah, great people. Yeah, really great people. Beautiful country. Yeah, like, literally stunning. And neither of us have posted anything at this point. But I just I haven't had time to like go through all my pictures. Yeah. But I'm gonna probably by the time this comes out, something yeah. will be posted. So go check it out. Um, and now for the last couple of minutes here, we're just going to talk about some ways that we're kind of like hoping to get back into normal life, reset back into a routine, because that's like, I feel like travel, it almost, it takes you almost just as long as you were somewhere to like fully reacclimate once you're back. Yeah. Um, so for me, just coming back to like peak fall was so nice because when we left Boston, it was probably peak fall like more up north, but it wasn't peak fall here yet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like right now is like so oh, yeah. pretty. So it's like been nice to just walk around and be like, home isn't so bad. Cause I feel like that's something that happens when you travel is like, you really romanticize like all these other places and you're like, yeah. why don't I live here and all this yeah. stuff. So it's like nice to come back and have like, okay, home is actually, home has some perks too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For me, a big thing that I'm focusing on is limiting alcohol consumption. Cause we drink. I wouldn't a- say we drink often i wouldn't say we drank like volume wise a lot yeah there yeah. are a couple we never binged we... we binged like that one night yeah but that with wine with antonio <laughs> um but oh, like antonio. we weren't like i was never i was never like drunk that i could think about no i wasn't ever drunk i was tipsy yeah, but yeah. i was never drunk so like we just drank like we would you know walk a little bit sit down yeah. get a drink walk a little bit sit down get a drink so it was like yeah. spread out but it was yeah. frequent for sure yeah so, and I really don't drink at all, like, in my day-to-day. I drink max, like, once a week, probably more realistically once every, like, two weeks or so. Um, so, I've kind of just been like, all right, that I've, I've reached my quota for yeah, the, month. the month, and I'm going to take a step back. Um, not, like, sobriety by any means, but just, like, kind of getting back into my daily routine of yeah. like, not having alcohol. More sparing. Yeah. I need to cleanse. Agree. My next thing is this is like a lesson for me in the future, but I feel like what I what was happening before the trip as I was like kind of stressed and people would reach out for like plans and stuff, I would like kick it to after the trip. Yeah. And now it's after the trip and I'm regretting it a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm just really overwhelmed. Like I just got back. I feel like I haven't really even like gotten like the whole house in order yet. And I feel like I have to be so many places and we have like so many commitments. Um, so that's something that I wanna prioritize more next time is like think about future me and like is future yeah. me gonna want to do this the weekend I get back like yeah. maybe not you know yeah. so that's something I'm regretting a little bit I mean like I said it's all fun things like it's a good it's a positive busyness but it's a positive busyness that maybe could have waited till next week when I'm a yeah. little more acclimated <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um my next one and I won't harp on this too long because I talked about it in my weekend review but getting back into a workout routine and also getting back to just like having more home-cooked meals or meals that I make myself because we ate out for like basically every meal I mean like literally every meal Uh, yeah (laughs) I yeah true um and the food is great don't get me wrong but I think we all can agree like when you eat out that much, like it really does start to weigh on you. You just start to feel like very heavy and gross. Yeah. And I had this written down for later too, but yeah. I'll just say it now. I, I wrote the same thing. Like just like cooking for yourself and like having the power of like knowing what's in everything yeah. and whatever. Like it is nice. And I always make jokes of like, um, I could eat out every meal and it's like, I could, but like to an extent, like yeah. you, you do hit a quota where you're like, all right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, agree. Um, for me, the biggest like thing that is important to me to reset and get back into a routine is I'm kind of psycho about this. Actually, I immediately unpack and run a load of laundry the second I get home. I don't let myself sit down. I walk through the door from the airport and I immediately like unzip my luggage and like organize stuff because I know that if I don't do it immediately, it will sit for like days, Mm -hmm. especially if it's not stuff that you need. Like, you know, we had like warm weather dresses there and it's like, I could just let that sit and like for days and days because like I don't need it right now. Yeah. But I literally like within the first hour of being home, I already had like run a load of laundry because it's like I, if I don't do it, I know I won't. Yep. So that's the biggest thing for me. Good for you. I'm a unpack immediately. I'm not a laundry mm-hmm. immediately. I let I did do my laundry yesterday, so it didn't sit for too too long. But I can only I need to pick one or the other because if I force myself to do both, then I'll just come back and be like, that's too much work, and do neither. Yeah. So, um, and then I guess since we talked about your last point, the last thing that I'll bring up is trying to find time for myself and carve out some alone time for life admin to like just like get my shit together for lack of better ter- or better words um, especially because I've talked about this in previous episodes I'm in like an interesting time in my life where I am like still working on striking a balance between time for myself time with my friends time for the commitments I've made like dance and time with my boyfriend so I want to make sure that like I continue that um, post travel and don't fall out of that habit or lose sight of that balance for mm-hmm. myself, especially on the, you know, finding time for myself. Cause I think when you get back from travel, you're like, I want to see everyone. Yeah. And then exactly. you're like, I'm and then you're like, I literally haven't had a second to yeah. get my act together. Yeah. That's kind um, of how I feel. Like I'm like happy to have all the plans, but I'm also like SOS. Yeah. But that's it for our kind of travel advice, travel recap, travel anecdote episode. Yeah. And uh, we were joking, like, we immediately need to book the next thing or else I'll spiral, like, not having anything booked. Um, but we did tentatively, we might, we have, a, we have a tentative plan for spring. We'll talk yeah, more about yeah. it. Um, Once it's a bit more. Yeah, fleshed out. Yeah. But it is funny how that works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want, like, more in-depth Portugal Rex or like I have like a day by day itinerary of what we did. If you want me to share that with you, if you're mm-hmm. going anytime soon, hit us up and you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. You can come to our workshop if you're listening yeah. to this on the 25th, 25th of uh, October uh, yes. 2022. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And with that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday.